America. We are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888 money pit. The money pit is presented by Hertz and Home Advisor. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are here to help you take on your home improvement projects. Take on those do-it-yourself dilemmas. If there's something that you'd like to get done in decor, repair, home improvement, outside, inside, we are here to help. We are on your team and ready to pitch in. But you've got to help yourself first by picking up the phone and calling us at one 888 Pit 888 Three nine seven four. Coming up this hour, we're all switching on the heating systems right about now, and that means it's a good time to talk about carbon monoxide poisoning. You know, hundreds of people are affected by this every single year, so we're going to have some tips on how you can be sure to be safe. Plus, if you own a home, condo, or even a co-op, chances are you're going to need to make unexpected repairs or take on improvements that you can't do yourself. For those, it pays to have a pro that you can call, but instead of waiting for the dishwasher to fail, the roof to leak, or the toilet to clog, what if you had pre-screened contractors on the standby ready to jump in when the need arises? We'll share tips on how to build your own home repair contact list in just a bit. Plus, fall is a great time for some really big planting and patio projects like building rock gardens or paver patios, fire pits, laying new sod, or even planting trees. We're going to have some tips on how to get those jobs done, even when you have no idea how you'd get all of those big and heavy materials back to your home to start with. But first, we want to hear all about your home projects. What are you guys working on? Give us a call. We've got tips. Anything you're working on, decor, remodeling, home fix-up, home improvement, seasonal stuff. Whatever it is, we're here to lend a hand, so give us a call. The number is one eight 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 money pit Susan in Texas has some concrete that's cracking up. Tell us what's going on. Yes, I have a curve out front of a 1955-year-old home, okay. and the curve is cracking in spots and going down like in a slant, and I didn't know what I need to do to repair that. Then this is your responsibility and not the township's? Yes, I've called several times, and everyone says it's my responsibility to fix it. I just, you know, they say when you sell your home, the curb appeal, and I have yeah. a curb. Stuff. <laughs> your, your curb appeal's got to start at the curb, and you keep calling, getting the same answer. So I guess you're kind of stuck with it. Right. Well, listen, there's a couple of things that come to mind. First of all, when you say it's like uh, slanted and sloped, if it's uh, settling, you know, then it's going to have to be torn out. If it's just cracked, there's a lot of ways to fix the cracks. Uh, QuickCreate has a number of good products that are designed exactly for that. There is a crack seal. There's a crack repair product that's kind of like caulk. Um, there's also a resurfacing product. So if it's spalled or deteriorated, you can resurface it, and it will stick to the old concrete and come out looking uh, quite nice. So there certainly are products to make what you have look better and work better. But if the whole curb 
is uh, structurally sinking because sometimes water gets under it and that kind of stuff, then that's the case where you'd have to tear it out and have a mason build you a new one. Okay, okay. But that that QuickCrete is pretty easy to do. Absolutely, yes. Take a look at QuickCrete.com. They've got lots of great videos there. They'll walk you through exactly what you need to do. Just search for crack repair. You'll see there's many options depending on the thickness of the crack. Uh, and what you need to achieve, okay? That is wonderful. Thank you so much. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Jeff in Massachusetts is on the line who uh, mysteriously has a hole in a bathroom door. <laughs> How'd that happen, Jeff? Yes, hello. Well, apparently uh, one of my guests slammed the bathroom door a little bit too hard, and it threw the bolt out all by itself. So <laughs> we got locked out of our own bathroom. Oh, boy. Uh, this is a very old building, a 1928 building, and these are these thin panel doors where the center of the door is a very thin panel. Yep. So we, we bashed a hole through the panel to open the door. Now my question to you is, can this door be repaired? Can it be disassembled so you can replace the center panel, or do I just go out and buy a whole new door? So uh, is it a solid door or is it a hollow door? It's, it's, well, it's a solid door, but the thick part of the door is only like uh, four inches around the edge, and the center right. part of the door is a very thin, like, quarter-inch panel. And is the panel a raised panel? Does it have a design to it? No, it's a flat, it's a flat panel. Oh, well, then I think you could replace it. Is the door painted or stained? Uh, I believe it's been painted numerous times. Yeah, then I think there's no reason you can't fix it. It, it would be really hard to find a door to fit that space, and, and I think... Just taking the door apart, and a good carpenter can build you a panel and, and set it right in there, and with uh, a little bit of luck, it, it won't look too much different than anything else. Well, that was my question, whether the door can be disassembled. I, I've heard of situations where they took a saw and sawed out the, the molding on the inside of the door that holds in the panel, and you put the new panel in that way. I don't think you have to take it apart. In fact, I don't think you can take it apart. I think what you're probably talking about doing is, is routing out a groove on the, on the back side of that so you can set the panel in and then maybe covering it with a small quarter-round molding or something. Like that. Okay, that's the way to go. Well, thank you very much for this. All right, Jeff, good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Linda in Ohio is on the line and needs some advice on purchasing a generator. How can we help you? By the way, great idea. Is it possible to use a generator when you live in an apartment? So are you talking about what kind of generator, like a portable generator or a standby generator? Uh, basically standby if, if my power goes out. So, I mean, for an apartment, you have to understand that a standby generator or a whole house generator is something that's permanently installed, Linda, so the answer would be no. That said, um, you could use a portable generator but, of course, you'd have to run wires, you know, extension cords from the generator itself into the house. So it's not very convenient. There is something called a transfer switch that can work for a portable generator where it's kind of like having a mini electrical panel inside. Um, but, again, it's something that requires some installation. And generally, when it's an apartment you can't do that. So the only thing you could really do would be to have a portable generator, one that you took out of storage, put outside because you can't run it in the apartment, and then run extension cords in to uh, to try to deal with that short-term, hopefully, power outage. Wow, that sounds like... It would be difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's not the best answer, but I mean, it's it's see, because generators are something that are permanently installed into the building's sort of core electrical system, mm-hmm. and that's why it's real important that they be done correctly. You can't, um, you know, when you install these transfer switches inside, they have um, t- 
technology built into them to prevent what's called a backfeed, so that electricity doesn't go back through the wiring and can uh, hurt a lineman, for example, that's working on the power power line. So you can't really run it without the transfer switch, and that has to be permanently installed. And the generator itself is a, is a very big appliance. That said, a portable generator, you know, is much smaller. Now, if you just want to power a couple of things, you know, you could use a very small generator. Uh, Generac has one uh, that's called the IQ. That's two thousand watts. That's under a thousand bucks, and will you know power a fair number of, of household um, items, small appliances, lights, that sort of thing. But you have some options there. But again, you have to use an extension cord. Okay. Well, thank you. Isaac in Alaska's on the line. What can we do for you today? Yes, I want to know. Uh, I have a basement that that sometimes leaks. Sometimes, and I want to know: is there such a thing like a basement window or another basement exit you can install on your basement to channel the water? away from your basement and also like access like a window also so is the basement leaking whenever you have like heavy rain yes it's some sort we had right certain times not all the time but certain times they do it leaks in certain certain parts of it okay that's actually good news because because the reason that it's leaking uh is that you have a problem with drainage at the foundation perimeter and if you solve that drainage problem you'll stop it from leaking whenever you have rain that reacts, uh, a basement that floods in reaction to rain, then that is always, always, always caused by a problem with drainage. And that's easy to fix. So I want you to look at your gutter system, make sure it's clean, make sure the downspouts are extended, and make sure the soil around the house is sloped away. If you do those three things, you're not going to have to worry about a flooded basement. You know, the idea of trying to channel the water away is, is, is uh, you know, not, su- not such a good idea because we can stop that water from forming in the first place. Okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you for taking my call. Appreciate it. You got it. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. Give us a call with your home repair, your home decor question. We're here standing by 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 888 Money Pit. Presented by Home Advisor, the fast and easy way to find the best home service pros in your area. You can read reviews and book appointments online. Just ahead, carbon monoxide is an odorless gas that results from combustion of fuels like natural gas, oil, kerosene, or even charcoal. We're going to tell you how you can make sure that your heating system is safe after this. You live in a body pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. We'll be right back. 
life that is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. You'll never have to worry about overpaying for a job. Just use their true cost guide to see what others paid for similar projects. Then get matched to top-rated pros, read reviews, get quotes, and book appointments. All for free at HomeAdvisor.com. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by HomeAdvisor. Find top-rated home service pros and book appointments online, all for free. 888-666-3974. Audrey in South Dakota, you've got the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? All right. Um, I was listening to your show last weekend, and I heard you talking about some kind of like contact paper, but you put it on your like your kitchen wall, and you can put tile on it for a backsplash? Yeah, that's a product called Bondera Tile Matte Set. Kind of a long name, but basically, it's a two-sided adhesive sticky material that if you want to do a backsplash, or for that matter, a countertop, you pull off the uh, backing on one side of it, press it against the wall in your case for the backsplash. Then you can stick the tiles right to the other side. Pull off the backing on the other side and you stick the tiles right on. And then you can pretty much grout immediately thereafter so you don't have to wait for glue to dry or even mix up glue or, 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 or get a, a tile glue that can kind of get all over the place. It's all on the mat. So you cut it to fit, put it on the wall, pull off the back, uh, and then go ahead and... Uh, glue the tile right to it. I would caution you, though, that I, I would not recommend you put this right on drywall because it's going to be a permanent. <laughs> You're never going to get it off. And if you ever want to replace it, you have to cut the wall out because it'll just pull the paper right off. And what you could do is just put a thin sheet of uh, Lawan plywood on the wall first and then put the tile right on that. Okay. All right. Thank, thank you very much. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. All right, Scott, you've got the Money Pit. How can we help you today? We had water come in our basement two, three weeks ago from a rainstorm we had. And I'm just wondering how to prevent that again. Okay, so so far you've dried everything out, gotten rid of any sort of issues that may have occurred from the flood? Yeah. Okay. So if you're getting water that comes along with a heavy rainfall, what you want to do is, I mean, that really is a signal that you've got drainage issues around the exterior of your house. So there's a couple of things you have to look at. First of all, you want to look at your gutter system. And a lot of people don't have a sufficient amount of gutters, or maybe the gutters are clogged. Maybe the downspouts are clogged, or perhaps the downspout just isn't sitting in the right location. A lot of people just put a downspout right next to the foundation wall and call it done. So what you want to do is make sure that your gutters are clean and free-flowing, downspouts too. Sometimes you have to snake those out. If they run underground, you want to make sure that everything is connected and it's still moving the water away to where it's supposed to be. And if they're just ending at the foundation wall, you want to extend that downspout out at least three feet or so away from the foundation. Then you want to look at the dirt all around the perimeter of the foundation. You want to make sure that it slopes away from the foundation. You want like a gradual slope, but you want to make sure everything's moving away from the foundation wall. And if you can do that, that'll really do the trick. You know, a few years ago, gosh, more than a few years ago now, I had a clogged downspout. I didn't even know about it. Went underground. I just assumed everything was fine. And I came home to a super duper duper soggy basement. And it was truly just because of that. And ever since we fixed that, you know, knock wood, it's all working. All right. Well, thanks for your help. Well, as some of you may know, carbon monoxide is an odorless gas that can result from combustion of fuel, natural gas, oil, kerosene. It can all make you sick or it could even cause death. And I got to tell you, in the many years I spent inspecting homes before getting out of the crawl space and into this radio studio, I found carbon monoxide leaks with very surprising frequency. 
Yeah, and that's why you absolutely must have your heating system tuned up every single year. Now, Tom, we always say that, but what exactly should a tech be looking for that could lead to a toxic situation? Well, there's a number of things. First of all, good combustion. If the flame is blue, that's a good sign. If it's orange, it means it's not combusting completely, and that can actually release much more carbon monoxide. And also, you want to watch out for sort of a sweet, acidic-like odor. That also can indicate incomplete combustion. The other things that they're going to check for are, with the furnace, a heat exchanger. That's kind of what keeps the exhaust gases separate from the house air. And if there's a crack or a defect in the heat exchanger, then that means you could have a mixing of the two. And finally, they're going to look at the draft, which means, essentially, is are all the gases going up the vent pipe, up the flue pipe. You can sense, uh, sometimes with something as simple as the back of your hand, with certain types of furnace, whether or not the gas is going up, the vent's going up, or some of it may be blocked or obstructed and sort of pushing down and back into the house. So there's a number of things that a technician can do to make sure it's operating properly, but it's not the kind of thing that you can do yourself. You really have to have a pro check it. And that's why it's important to have the heating system serviced about now, if not done already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? It's interesting. We have a service contract with our heating provider and, you know, they'll put you at the top of the list should something happen in the middle of the winter to come and repair things. But, you know, you've got to remember to book those appointments almost towards the end of the summer. You know, I, I forgot simply and called only two weeks ago and I couldn't get an appointment until mid-November, which I figured it's better to have one than not have one at all. So do that. It's not too late to still get something before the height of the heating season. And you know what? We should still also talk about other sources of carbon monoxide that can be hazardous, like make sure you never run a car, use a barbecue, run a generator, even a lawnmower in an open garage. Those fumes, if you've got an attached garage, can rise and then fill the house. Exactly. And even if everything is operating properly, it's always, always, always a good idea to have carbon monoxide detectors. In fact, CO detectors are not just a good idea. In fact, they're mandatory in a lot of states. So make sure you have detectors. If you can afford it, get one outside every bedroom because that's where most of the deaths occur while people are sleeping. They just don't wake up. 888-666-3974. If you are working on a home improvement project and need some direction, give us a call right now. We are here to help. Now we're going over to Eunice in Arkansas, who has a retaining wall that thinks it's a chameleon. It's changing colors. What's going on? Part of it is the part that's turning um, white, powdery looking, is the part that's exposed to the weather. And um, it's um, kind of spreading. It looks like it's, you know, the whole thing will eventually turn white. I don't know if it's oxidizing or if uh, moisture from the ground is making it change colors or what. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening, Eunice. What you're seeing is called efflorescence, and essentially water from the ground pulls up because those concrete blocks are very hydroscopic. So water pulls up, and then as the water evaporates, it leaves its mineral salts behind, and that's what that whitish-grayish deposit is. So it's not harmful. It's really just cosmetic. Uh And there's not going to be a lot you can do to stop it, though. If it's an outside wall like that, if there's going to be a lot of uh, moisture collecting in that area, you're going to get that sort of thing from happening. Oh, okay. So power washing it or... Using a chemical or anything wouldn't make a difference. Well, really, all you need, all you need, I'll give you a little trick of the trade. If you use white vinegar, so if you were to mix up some white vinegar and mix it with water and pump up sprayer, that will melt the mineral salts right away. 
Okay. Very good. Thank you so much. Eunice, good luck with that project. You're very welcome. All right, Carolyn, Oregon's on the line with some rusty water at her house. What's going on? Uh, my house is about 25 years old. I've lived in it for about six. Uh, my problem is well water corroding okay. bo- both of my toilets. Okay. And I don't know. if I've tried using Clorox. That doesn't seem to work. Um I'm wondering uh, if there's some something, some kind of a chemical or something that I can put inside the tank to keep it from turning black. So, um, have you tried CLR? Uh, no. What 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 is that? Okay, so I would look take a look at CLR. Uh, it's a product that's been around for many, many years. A great company. It stands for calcium, lime, and rust. It's specifically designed to clean uh, rust stains from bathroom fixtures. Okay. Could you spell that for me? <laughs> yeah. C-L-R. Okay. Got it. <laughs> stands for calcium, lime, and rust. See? <laughs> I was never a good speller, but I got that one, huh? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> All right. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Remember, you can reach us anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week with your home repair, your home improvement question right here at 888 Money Pit. Up next, if you own a home, condo, or a co-op, chances are, guys, you're going to need to make unexpected repairs or take on improvements that you simply can't do yourself. For those, it does pay to have a pro that you can call before you actually need them. We're going to share some tips on how you can build your own home repair contact list next. 888 Money Pit. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. Making good homes better. 
better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Well, if you own a home, condo, or co-op, chances are you're going to need to make unexpected repairs or take on improvements that you just can't do yourself. For those, it pays to have a pro you can call. But instead of waiting for that dishwasher to fail, the roof to leak, or the toilet to clog, what if you had pre-screened contractors on standby ready to jump in when that need arises? Well, HomeAdvisor.com tracks millions of requests from consumers seeking home improvement pros. And Dan DeClerico, their home expert and smart home strategist, says there are four pros that should be a part of that ready-to-use home improvement Rolodex. And he joins us now. Welcome, Dan. Great to be here, guys. I think this is a really smart idea, especially for those projects that pop up unexpectedly. It's an emergency. You need somebody right away. It's so much easier to reach somebody you have a relationship with. Sure, yeah. Now, you guys did a survey to try to figure out like how much money people are spending to maintain and, and cover the basic repairs of their homes. What did you find out? So the average expense is about $6,000. That's for, you know, that's the all-in. That's right. the emergency repairs or, uh, you know, whatever. It's not the new kitchen or bath, obviously. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So certainly it is those those unexpected repairs. The biggest cause is water-related. It's, okay. it's clogged drains. It's blocked toilets, that sort of thing. Mm. So, so a plumber would be on your list I, of folks to, to get on that Rolodex. Number one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that's number like one. a super important one to have, especially yeah. when you have two boys that like to flush a lot of things down the toilet <laughs> that are not supposed <laughs> to go, go down, down the toilet. Yeah. Good to have yeah. somebody you can yeah. call right away. When American Standard wants to try out new toilets, they put them in <laughs> Leslie's house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about HVAC. I mean, truly, I mean, we, as you know, Tom, had an emergency during that big polar vortex when, you know, the sitter was like, it's cold. And when I got home from work, cold was the understatement. I mean, it was 50 degrees in my house. And at 730 at night, like I needed an HVAC person that would come, come quickly and do a job that I could trust. And thank goodness I had one that I have a great relationship with and truly 15 minutes later, they were at my house and repairs were underway. That's got to be like a number one guy to know. Absolutely, yeah. A good heating and cooling contractor, HVAC guy, you know, we sometimes call him the business, because you know the furnace is going to conk out, right, on the, on the coldest day of the year. The You know, your AC is going to go out in the middle of August. So having a good HVAC guy uh, is, is essential for any homeowner. Do you homeowner. find that these pros, like if you're doing some sort of pre-screening, are these pros going to be annoyed that you're doing this, or are they kind of thankful that you're looking for somebody to really keep close to your vest and use in one of these situations. No, I think they'll appreciate it because, um, listen, they want to be servicing your furnace and you know during the off season. So they want to they want to build that relationship uh, as well. It's going to help them manage their business. Let's talk about appliances. I have a friend who has the worst appliance luck, and I think last week she told me that both her refrigerator and her stove went out at the same time. Uh-huh. And so, that's not me, by the way. And it's not <laughs> that's not you, Lizzie. No, but I mean seriously, appliances are another thing that are are key. I mean, if your house that's doing a lot of laundry and the washer breaks, you're in serious trouble yeah. <laughs> because that's going to build up quick before the kids run out of clothes. Yeah, you know, in general, appliances are getting more reliable, but you know, once they reach a certain age, five, ten years, I mean, something's going to go wrong, the ice maker is going to break, uh, there, there's going to be some issues. So having a good appliance repair person is, is another essential. How about the little stuff, though, right? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely good to have a handyman. You always find people are like, I need a handyman, but a handyman is such a general term. It can be something from painting to repairing a stair tread. I mean, stuff that some owners can tackle on their own, but a lot of people just need help with this little stuff. Yeah, when you find a great handyman, hold on to him or her for, you know, for, for dear life. They can handle all of those emergency repairs, you know, plus hundreds of little things that come up. Installing a light fixture, painting the guest room before your in-laws, you know, come for the Mm -hmm. weekend. All right, so let's review a plumber, 
heating and cooling contractor, appliance repair, and, of course, a handyman. Those four pros, reach out now, form those relationships, because you are most likely going to need them at some point during the year. And as you learned, Leslie, most recently, nothing better than having that relationship before the heating system fails. Oh, my goodness. It feels great when you get bumped up on that list. I mean, you know, you're in dire straits, so have that relationship and keep them. Dan DeClerico, great advice. Thanks so much for stopping by The Money Pit. If you'd like to learn more or find pros to start building your own Rolodex, go on over to HomeAdvisor.com. All right, Dan DeClerico, thanks so much for joining The Money Pit. Just ahead, fall is a great time for some really big planting and patio projects like building rock gardens, paper patios, fire pits, laying new sod, or even planting trees. We're going to have tips on how you can get those jobs done, even when you have no idea how you'd get all those big and heavy materials to your home to start with, in today's Better Get a Truck Tip, presented by Hertz, after this. The Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Whether it's minor repairs or major remodels, leave it to HomeAdvisor to do the work. Check out HomeAdvisor.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT presented by HomeAdvisor. Find out what it costs to do your home project before you hire a pro and instantly book one of HomeAdvisor's top-rated pros for free. 888-666-3974. Sal in Massachusetts is on the line with a question about an asphalt driveway. What's going on? Last year I had a uh, driveway uh, asphalted. Uh, they took out the old driveway and put in a new. Okay. And uh, this year I noticed that uh, there were some cracks starting to evolve along the sides of the edges of the driveway. But they were uh, they were going into the asphalt and looked, looked like a uh, uh, concave uh, trough in the top of the driveway. It was almost settling? Exactly. It sounds a lot like the company that did the driveway for you didn't prep properly. Because if they didn't compact the grade underneath that driveway as part of this, or if they didn't put in enough asphalt, then that's going to happen. So I, I think you need to go back to the company that did the original installation because I think this is something that should have been warranted. It's indicative of uh, of poor workmanship, in my view. Oh, okay. I, I didn't realize that. I did call the uh, I did call the original contractor, and uh, uh, he came out looked at it. And he said it was uh, uh, chipmunks. I said, "What chipmunks? You said, you mean groundhogs?" So I said, "I've never heard of that before." And he said, "Oh yeah." He said, "A lot of a lot of." Uh, calls on that. So I says, well, he knows better than I do, so he's got more experience than I have. Uh, listen, you know, I, I've had plenty of groundhogs in homes that I've uh, owned, and, you know, I, I ultimately get rid of them because we use gr- uh, grub control on the on the soil and on the grass. But, you know, this kind of a settling like this, it sounds bigger than what would happen if there was a tunnel from a, from a groundhog. Yeah, I think it wasn't prepped properly. But it's a very creative excuse. I'll give him that. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't seem possible. All right. Sorry we don't have better news for you. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
Well, fall is the perfect season for working outside and taking on some really big planting and patio projects like building rock gardens, paver patios, fire pits, maybe laying new sod, or even planting trees. But if this is a project you'd like to get done, or if you're even wondering how you'd get all those big and heavy materials to your home to start with, we're going to share some ideas in today's Better Get a Truck tip presented by Hertz. Yeah, first of all, let's talk about building a fire pit. This is one of the greatest projects to do this time of year, and it's really not that hard to do, which makes it a win-win for everybody. Now, the most important step, though, is picking the right location. You're going to be aiming for a sweet spot, not too far from the back door, but not too close where those sparks can come flying off the fire and land on your house roof or where the heat can melt the siding. Now, To build it, you want to use landscape stones. These are large bricks, about two to three times as big as a regular brick, and they come in shapes to build either square or round fire pits. Now, to install them, you're going to need to prepare a solid and level base of well-packed gravel, then simply stack the big landscape stones on top of each other and let gravity do the rest. Now, another great project for this time of year is to build a rock garden or even a water feature. The weather is perfect for this kind of heavy work, and it's easier to get it done now and maybe only have to add plants or finishing touches when the spring arrives. Now, before digging out what you already have and laying in the rocks, the stone, or even a few bags of concrete, there are a lot of heavy materials to deal with. So remember that Hertz does trucks and vans and has a great selection that can help get those materials home quickly and easily. Now, the part of this project that often gets DIYers tripped up is figuring out the best layout. Well, here's a trick that we found that can really help, and all you need is a rope. Now, you just want to use the rope to define the borders of the rock garden, water feature, or any other element that you want to build. And once it's down, think about whether it looks good in the yard and if it also works with the flow of everything else that you've got out there. You know, think about, for example, if the rock garden is along a path. Is there still going to be enough room so that you can walk by? Are you going to need to run a lawnmower over the path? Can the machine fit? You know, taking the time to think through these various scenarios and how the layout impacts that is really going to help you make sure that the job gets done right and works well for your space over time. And that's today's Better Get a Truck tip presented by Hertz. For any home project, store, pickup, or a move that needs more than your car can handle, remember HDTV. Hertz does trucks and vans. Book now at Hertz.com. Carolyn, Texas is on the line with a question about a ceiling crack. How can we help you? I have a crack right in front of my front door. It's a it's a slab. It was the porch, and then it was taken to the house. It's more like a sunroom. We extended the outside of it all the way to the ends of the house. So it's about 33 foot across. And I think what happens is that it gets dry. The soil gets dry. And so now we have a crack in that ceiling. And we hope to put our house on the market next year. Being a realtor, I don't really want that crack showing because people get alarmed. I don't think it's anything to worry about, but I don't like the looks of it. So would you tell me what to do and do it right? So the ceiling material in the porch is made of what? It is sheetrock up there with the uh, finishing so that you it's not a popcorn or anything like that. Just a smooth finish uh, on the ceiling. And the crack is, you said it's 33 feet long, so is no, it a... No, no, no. The, the crack goes across the, the other direction. Oh, okay. So it goes, it's not, it goes horizontal. <laughs> yeah, it goes So it's not it 33 feet way. long. All right. Yes, sir. So here's what happens. Um, the cracks reform because people generally spackle them 
and then they expand and contract, and it kind of shows through. The right way to do it is to sand over the area of the crack so you get some uh, rough surface there, and then you put a piece of fiberglass repair tape across it, which is sort of like a mesh-looking kind of sticky-back drywall tape, and it'll, it'll hold there by itself. And then you put a spackle on top of that, so the fiberglass mesh actually bridges the gap across the crack. And once that's done, it's a much stronger seam, and as the ceiling expands and contracts, the crack doesn't reform. It takes three or four good coats of uh, finish to get that done, but that really is the hot ticket. And then you go ahead and, and uh, paint, paint it. it white, yep. just like yep. your ceiling white paint. Uh-huh. That's correct. Well, and I just don't, I just don't want it showing. I, 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 I'm not really worried about it because it's a very, very small hairline crack. I just, yep. I, I know that it'll alarm people. Sure. And, totally understand, uh, so, and I, I think that that's basically the, the right thing to do. Okay? I appreciate that, and thank you for your help. All right. Thanks so much for calling The Money Pit, presented by HomeAdvisor.com. You'll never have to worry about overpaying for a job. Just use the HomeAdvisor True Cost Guide to see what others have paid for similar projects. It's all for free at HomeAdvisor.com. Coming up, did you know that the sheets you sleep on can have a big impact on whether or not you're going to get a full night's sleep? We're going to have tips on the best bedding for getting some shut-eye when The Money Pit continues. You live in The Money Pit. Good homes, better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us right now with your home improvement question at 888 Pit or post it to the Money Pit's Facebook page at facebook.com slash the Money Pit, just like Andrew in Colorado did. That's right. Now, Andrew writes, I recently realized that my second floor bathroom exhaust fan simply sends the air from my bathroom straight into my attic. Should I worry about this? Well, yeah, it's a really bad idea. First of all, you're sending hot, humid air into a very cold space through the winter months, which means you're going to get moisture, water, as in rot and decay and even mold. So very bad idea to vent things into a attic. What you want to do is extend that vent to the exterior of the home. You know, some houses don't even have uh, vent fans which is silly. They expect you to open the window in like January to vent out the bathroom. But in your case, you've got one. You just need to extend it uh, out to the side of the house, probably through a gable wall at the end of the building is the most common place to do that. So definitely don't live with that, especially in Colorado, Andrew, because uh, you're going to be causing some real serious moisture problems. All right. Next up, we've got Stan in Ohio who writes, my wood garage door doesn't seal when down. And anytime it rains or snows, water comes in under the door. Part of the problem is that the floor is sloped and doesn't allow a complete seal. How do I fix this? Well, since it's a wood door, what I would do is actually bring the door down to the what I presume is a concrete slab, and I would trace that floor angle onto the door and then basically cut the door a little bit so that it now is flush with the angled floor. This way, when you put a new seal on it, it'll fit perfectly all the way across that floor surface. It's just like when you're trying to fit a door. Sometimes you've got to cut the door to fit the opening. In this case, you've got to cut the door to fit the floor. All right, good tip. Well, did you know that the sheets you sleep on can have a big impact on whether or not you're actually getting a full night's sleep? Leslie has tips on the best bedding for getting some serious shut-eye in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Leslie? 
Yeah, you know, luxury bedding goes a long way toward a good night's sleep. But wading through all those thread counts and fabrics really is enough to make sure that you actually need a nap right there. But before you drop those dollars in upscale linens, you want to know exactly what each one offers and what their drawbacks are. Now, bamboo sheets, they aren't just soft. In fact, they're sometimes compared to cashmere, and they're actually going to get softer the longer you keep them. But if they're from China, and most bamboo sheets are, there's a chance that they come from an uncertified factory. So skip bamboo sheets if all this uncertainty about where they come from is just going to help you stay awake more at night with the worry. You know, another good option is organic Egyptian cotton sheets. They're super sought after and with good reason. They're soft, they're durable, they're breathable. They're good for anyone who gets warm in the middle of the night. But if you love the sight of a crisp bed, you've got to pass on Egyptian cotton because it wrinkles very easily and it always looks a little bit unkept. And I'm telling you, I've ironed more pillowcases than just the top quarter of a flat sheet to know that I don't want to do that every day. Exactly. Now... Another option as these luxury sheets go are cultivated silk sheets, and they are the ultimate in softness. But even if you can afford the splurge on this item, the long-term cost might be more than you've bargained for because silk sheets, they can be easily damaged by maybe a jagged toenail or a fingernail, or even if you just have rough skin on your elbows or your heels. And come on, guys. Everybody's got rough heels. We all do. So silk sheets might not be the choice for you. And forget about using the washer and dryer to clean them. These sheets are going to need to be hand washed or dry cleaned. And then they've got to be air dried. So that's a lot of work. But I'm telling you, a silk sheet is wonderful. Even if you just use it for a pillowcase, because it does wonders for your hair and your skin on your face. Definitely worth it. So if you're going to invest in silk, maybe just stick to a pillowcase. (laughs) This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Coming up next time on the program, do heating costs send a chill down your spine even when your house is warm? If you are sick of paying a bundle to heat your place, we're going to have tips for spending less on the very next edition of the Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. 